You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. Welcome to the Friday Quickie, the extension of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, what uh, I promise to be casual uh, episodes have now become quite regular, which I'm happy about. Are you happy about it? I hope so. Today on the show, I'm going to be sharing with you some of your amazing, actually amazing, I've been smiling every time I log into Instagram, uh, entrance from this week's competition where the lovely uh, Love Notary and I have been asking you to send your, well, we've asked you to sum up your relationship in one sentence. And I've been getting some funny stuff, some very touching stuff, some silly stuff. And we, Chris and I have been so delighted in these entries. And it's just nice when you share this shit with me. Did I just ruin it by saying when you share this shit with me? The idea behind it was that on Monday's episode, we spoke all about telling your love story and how often in their wedding planning process, and you've heard me say this probably hundreds of times now, but we sort of forget what it's all about. We get wrapped up in the aesthetics and sometimes it's nice to just have a moment to go, oh yeah, it's because my other fellow weirdo and I really like each other. Ellie Sick one, that's how I'm going to start pronouncing people's Instagrams because it's, you know, they're not real words, some of them. She says, love story haiku, college keg party romance, different worlds collide. Oh, it's magical. It's truly magical. Uh, we've also got, I love this one, snuggles, puppy videos, comfort during sad times or freakouts, unconditional love. Sorry, that's not a complete sentence. Here's my real answer. We fell in love with each other when we both had almost given up hope of finding love ever. And we probably would have been fine. But both of us agree that now our relationship is the best part of our lives. So glad we finally found each other. And that was from Lisa Living Full. Lisa, you are living full because you found someone lovely. I agree with you. It's funny when you said that. Rich and I both sort of have this, if he was here right now, he would agree. We've talked about this a lot, that we both got to this point in being single that we were saying, you know, I just don't think, I think I'll find someone, but I don't think I'll find someone that I'll connect with on this level. And when we did, it was like, man, of course, it's you. Great. Let's get it on. Annie W26 said, uh, we were matched on eHarmony and before meeting IRL in real life, we randomly bumped into each other next night at a bar. Wow. I love that. Cabbages and kings. That's how it's written. I just like saying it even sillier. We are, we are polar opposites. We are undeniably drawn together despite all the obstacles and kilometers we found our back together now and forever. Last one for a Momo, Ray Sunshine 88 says, Every day he makes me laugh, feel loved and safe. After 10 years, I expect nothing else but madness and hilarity and always someone to cuddle. That's nice. Cuddles are important. Silly cuddles are also even more important. Um, what is a silly cuddle? Well, leave it up to your interpretation. I am so happy to be sharing some wonderful voicemails. I've got so many great voicemails coming in. I feel like I need a whole nother week of voicemails, which I probably will do. No promises when that's going to happen, but it will be soon. And uh, I think we should just kick off the show with the wonderful Alison. Hi, Alicia. My name's Ali. I'm a long-time listener, first-time voicemailer. Um, I'm speaking to you on my wedding eve. I get married tomorrow. Um, massively excited uh, and really even though it is sort of 
quarter past six in the morning. I will go back to sleep. Um, I just want to thank you so much for making me a bride chiller, for keeping me on track with all your very helpful and fun podcasts. Um, I'm really just realising what's important on the day and just going along with what's important to, to me and my gorgeous fiancé. I felt really privileged when I first listened to this message that Alison would take the time on a day like the day before her wedding to leave a message for me. And, you know, I'm chuffed and I really do feel without getting too smushy because, you know, I don't really like that. But it is just really nice that you thought of me uh, on this very special time. And, you know, I'll let you finish the message. It's a lovely message, but it's just lovely that you shared the time with me and that I have helped you because I feel just genuinely delighted. Um, and really just trying to chill out and enjoy the whole process. It has been hard. Um, I did lose my dad uh, 10 years ago, and the since getting engaged, the run-up to the wedding has been something that's brought back a lot of the, the grief. Um, and I subsequently um, have been diagnosed back with depression, but... I've sought counselling, I've been speaking to a fantastic GP um, and they've both sort of supported me along with brilliant family and friends so I know that I can enjoy the day and sort of deal with my daddy not being there um, which I think some is quite hard especially in this whole wedding thing that everyone's like oh you must be going up to your mum and your dad's your dad giving away, having your first dance with your dad, things like that I've just embraced my mum every time and given her a big cuddle. Um, and it's, it's made it easier. It will be hard. But like I said, listening to your podcast and realising that there's so many anxieties and other issues that fellow bride chillers encounter. But we get through them. And I think that makes us better better brides on the other side. So thank you so, so much. I will continue to listen to you um, on the other side, being a, a missus. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Big hugs and kisses, as you'd say. <laughs> Cheers, bye. I hope you had a wonderful day, Alison. I know you would have had a wonderful day. And it's really good that you opened up about your dad. I know a lot of people are in the same position. I was in the same position. I think... It's very hard when people are making assumptions and presumptions about your uh, emotional history and where you've come from and what you were thinking. And I think it goes back to exactly what Dr. Lindsay Bura has been sort of saying. And when it comes to depression, mental health, anxiety, that it's our, it's, well, it's, I don't want to say it's our battle to fight, but also a lot of people don't know what's going on inside your brain, your head, your heart. And when it comes to weddings, there are assumptions, presumptions that you're going to be feeling happy all the time. And that's just not the case. It's not the case that every day we're going to be instantly happy because of one thing. So it's great that you process that and you let yourself feel those feelings and you also sought attention, medical attention, professional attention, and uh, have, have really... Oh, I was going to say sorted it out, but you sort it out in your own time, in your own way. And it's just good that you recognize those feelings and went, look, I'm going to have to just take it up a notch. So I'm really delighted that you've embraced your mum and you know what's important around you. And I think sometimes it comes to these moments where you go, fuck, this person's not in my life anymore. 
I have to really grab hold of the people that are. So that is my Friday schmush for you, hashtag. Uh, but I hope that people listening as well will hear what you have to say and hear that you, you know, whether they've got a loved one missing or not, is to embrace today and go, look, shit happens. Have a nice time. Be good to each other. Crack on. Got some more love stories slash meeting stories that sort of evolved, I think, over the week. Uh, Lovely. This is Miss Sarah says, our first date. On our first date, we shared all of our darkest secrets. And in the end, we both knew we wanted to be together despite them all. (laughs) I'm going to laugh at that because I don't know how dark your deepest, darkest secrets are. I'm assuming they're not too dark, but if they are, great. You found someone else that wants to share them with you. Kimmy Wolf says, I waited 30 years and I met the love of my life. Oh, Kimmy. That's very nice. Kimmy, thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm delighted. 30 years. See? You just got to, you don't ever know what's going to happen. Um, Le Marshall 12 says, two folks on Goofball Island who found each other and are still smitten three years later. I love Goofball Island. I also, I also <laughs> sometimes live there. Um, Jesse K. Smart says, he loves me not in spite of my dinosaur noises, but because of, because of them. Oh my gosh. I think we've all got secret weird noises, voices, and things that we don't want to admit to workmates and even some friends that we do, but you can to your partner. I've got many of them. I won't share them with you now. Maybe I'll hold off for our couples podcast, but we are going to do things. We've got an episode about pet names. Well, it's not the whole episode. We've got a segment. We're talking about pet names. And when you get called them by accident or when you say them in a public or friendship arena that you don't necessarily want people to hear we do have a few of those stupid i'm not even gonna say it now look just wait for the show it's coming actually we should be announcing the name of it and where you can find more information about it in the next two weeks i say in the next two weeks because i have just been finishing a killer like killer contract with work I I finished today can you hear I'm recording this I'm not I'm going to lift the veil now I'm recording this podcast it is 7.09 a.m on Thursday and uh, I've been working really late nights and I usually record at night I try and keep it all fresh and interesting and I was like fuck me I'm not going to be able to get home in time to record this and get it processed and uploaded before tomorrow morning today when you're listening to this so Everything has been looming as I work contract. If you don't know, I'm a freelancer. I TV produce. I TV produce. I produce TV, so I'm not making any sense. And uh, this is the end of quite a long, arduous, full-on contract for me. And I'm going to have a couple of weeks off to do the podcast before I start my next gig. And I'm so excited. I'm almost bursting. I've got so much to do, but it's my thing. I'm doing my work, and that makes me really happy. So the point of that little rant was that we are working on our branding and all our information for the new show, and we want to do a proper like little launchy thing to say what it is. So I'm sorry I keep saying we've got the couple show, but we're not saying what the name is because we just want to get all that stuff done and do it properly, like a proper business. And I laugh because it's Rich and I sitting in our house talking about relationships. Don't downplay it, Alicia. Just move on. Hi, Alicia. My name is Heidi. Um, I am a photographer, um, wedding venue owner, and surprisingly, bride chilla. Um, I am calling because I was hoping that you could help me with a very touchy issue that um, involves my maid of honor worthy uh, 
best friends. Um, I'm getting married this July. We are kind of having a little elopement um, in Iceland with just our family and friends. And then we are um, coming home to New York um, to have a reception where we own this lovely venue that I'm currently standing in. Um, Heidi, I'm deeply apologetic about interrupting you, but I'm so excited because Iceland, I'm going to Iceland next week. I shit you not. I'm so excited. I'm meeting my, uh, this is terribly rude of me. I'm meeting my cousin, Belinda, her fiance, Luke and Rich and I, we're both going, we're all going together. And, uh, you are going to be hearing from Belinda and Luke because they are getting hitched in November in Hawaii. And I am going girl. And I am the MC of their wedding. And, uh, they have had some highs and lows of planning this wedding. So we are all going to Iceland to do whatever we do in Iceland. I don't really know. We, this is what I mean. I have been so busy lately. We have barely even organized this trip, which I sort of like in a way. We got some discount airfares. We are all meeting there. They're coming from America. We're coming from England. We're going to Iceland. Anyway, Heidi, Iceland looks amazing. I'm going to post some pics. This really had nothing to do with you. I'm sorry, Heidi. It was all about me, but I got really excited because I'm allowing myself to be excited about a holiday next week. Deep breath. Second point, Heidi, amazing that you own a wedding venue and you're standing in it while talking to me. This is so exciting. I don't know where this is going. I'm intrigued. So the problem that I am having um, is I'm sure everything sounds lovely from what I just explained to you, but can we just interrupt with an uh-oh spaghetti-o? Because I feel like things are about to hit rock bottom. I'm, I'm concerned. Um, this past October, unfortunately, I lost my dad. Um, so things have been a little tough on that front. Um, and then on top of that, for some strange reason, it seems as though I'm dealing with, um, one best friend of mine who, um, is having some money problems. So she's unable to make the Iceland elopement and also my, um, bachelorette get together and, um, just a lot of other key points in, I feel like, the wedding planning process. Um, and then also my best friend as a child is having um, some strange moments of, uh, I don't know, jealousy, I guess. Um, not sure what's going on with her, but she just keeps giving me strange snarky comments and um, has been making me feel bad about myself for really no reason. Before Heidi goes on, I want to say how sorry I am to hear about your dad. And also, just sorry that this stuff seems to all compound and build up and you sort of feel like it can be pretty overwhelming. And especially when people are reacting, like your friend is reacting, I know you're going to continue on. There's more of the question and explanation here. But it's just one of those things that I've actually experienced this a few times with friends and witnessing this happening with other friends within wedding environments where people seem to project their shit or the jealousy and this weird sort of, ah, I want to say weird vibes, that's not really explaining it at all, but this idea that they get emotionally sort of confused and conflicted and then express it to the bride or other bridesmaids or the maid of honor and it, it can be really full on. I know, you know, as soon as you said it, and I know other people listening going, yep, it's happening to me. It's, it's really common. However, please continue. 
Um, example, today I actually found a styled shoot with my wedding dress in it, so I sent it to her thinking, oh, this will be fun, I'll share it with her and we can get excited about what's about to happen. Um, and all she responded was, that photographs well, which is an odd um, response from your best friend when you're sending her a picture of your wedding dress that she's never seen. Um, also, she just told me she was sorry and in a bad mood and would talk to me later. Um, so these are the things that I keep getting from her, and I'm not sure how to handle it. Um, she just had a baby, so I'm thinking maybe she's a little wrapped up in her own stuff. Um, it's just kind of, I guess the reason why I'm calling is because I've been feeling just really bummed about, um, not having sidekicks for what I kind of thought would be an exciting time for me and my friends. Um, you know, they got married and I'm pretty creative and, you know, helped them with a lot of things regarding their wedding. Um, you know, I made them welcome signs. I stayed up for the particular friend who has not been so nice to me, um, I stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning handwriting each one of her guests on a chalkboard so that they knew where to sit. Um, you know, and I, and I gave her a lot of time and effort, and I was genuinely excited for her. And I just feel like she, now that she just had a baby and her wedding is over, that her moment's done and she just doesn't really have time to deal with me. So do I confront her? It just doesn't seem like right now is the best time to get into a female battle, um, considering I'm getting married in July. I don't really feel like getting in a big argument with my best friend. Um, but how do I deal with this weird, jealous remark stuff that I'm getting? Um, or do I just let it go and be the bride chilla that I have been and continue on my voyage and just kind of wave my white flag and... Um, I've been making jokes that my fiancé, Frank, has been my maid of honor because he's the most supportive person in all of this. Um, and, you know, he's just basically been telling me, forget about those bitches, they're selfish and have way too much on their plate and just don't realize that you need help or, you know, I really am just looking for cheerleaders, I guess, at this point because I feel like that's what you do for friends. Um, anyway, sorry for this long-winded message. I just recently started listening to your podcast, and I thank you for it very much. And I hope that I can continue being a bride chilla and not lose my mind and freak out on my friend. Thanks, Alicia. Bye. Well, I think we can all agree that Heidi is totally a bride chiller and she can get a big bride chiller round of applause from all of us because she's putting up with a lot of shit. And uh, I do congratulate you for not going off and and confronting in, a, in that mindset where you're feeling a bit betrayed and hurt by your friend's behavior because sometimes, you know, acting out and not thinking about it is not the way to go. And I suppose that would be the bride chiller. And in, not just in wedding terms, I think in any sort of friendship where you are feeling this pressure or you're feeling there's some sort of animosity that you don't understand, it's good to have a think about it before necessarily jumping in there and confronting and trying to figure out why they might be feeling this way, which is exactly what you've done. You've gone through the points of going, all right, my friend's just had a baby. She might emotionally, this is a really big part of her life. Also, I think, and I heard that and thought exactly you know, what you said about this is a big step for her having a child. I'm assuming it's her first child. 
You're just at the start of this exciting, fun process. You're feeling, you know, I know that you don't seem like you are, you know, super like, oh, it's my wedding. What's going on? But the idea that she's now moved into a different phase of her life and that might be confronting for her as well. And she might not be coping as well as she's necessarily letting everyone know. So that's me trying to think about what it's like for her. And I'm guessing she hasn't necessarily been doing that very much about putting herself in your position with her remarks. And perhaps, this is a big perhaps, she doesn't realize that the snarkiness, the lack of interest, the lack of assistance is really getting you down. Now, you said you don't want to have some sort of friendship wars, but I actually think that perhaps the biggest bride chiller move you can do is to turn this around a little bit and instead of having a fight is to go to her and say, look, I am a little, I'm a bit worried about you. Remember what Dr. Lindsay Beerer said when having these conversations, she said, I notice, I worry, I wonder. And that's really stuck with me because it's a way to bring up a situation, bring up an opinion without being too confrontational and saying, why aren't you doing this? I'm not very happy with you. I need your support. And perhaps from your perspective, you could say, I notice, you know, you aren't as interested in the wedding planning, or I notice you're not being as supportive as I have perhaps been for you. I'm really, I'm worried about you because I thought you'd be as excited for me as I was when you were planning your wedding. And I'm worried that perhaps something's going on with you is there something that you want to share with me because I really want to help you and I wonder if we can maybe you know have a day out together or um, be really honest and frank with each other because that's what friendship's about that we can share these things and maybe in saying that in that sort of direction Heidi she might say actually I'm having a really shitty time with this baby it's a lot harder than I thought. And I'm jealous of you because you are getting married and you're free. <laughs> and you know, and that's not to say she doesn't want to have a baby. And this might not be about a baby. But the idea that she's sort of moved on into that different phase is pretty confronting for a lot of people. And I know personally, we have friends who have put on this huge front when they had a kid that it was going to be the best thing ever. And they found it really hard and a bit shit for the first, I don't know, 18 months of this baby's life to go, actually, we miss sleep. We miss being able to go out. We miss going and having a drink or leaving a house without this small person. And to me, that can actually be building up. And perhaps she is then reflecting or deflecting her negative energy on your freedom and fun times. So look, this is just my opinion. I don't know your friend. Heidi, I wish I knew more, you more, because you sound fabulous. Uh, but I hope that by just gently prodding her and perhaps going back and listening to Dr. Lindsay Beerer's two episodes a couple of weeks ago for those great, uh, the great terminology, I'll say it again, I notice, I worry, I wonder. I think that you will come to a conclusion with her and hopefully get a bit of an explanation because you do deserve better. But I also think part of friendship is riding the shit out and trying to find solutions without barking at each other. So I would like you to change your perspective and say, look, she is not being supportive. She's not being the friend that you deserve, but also there could be underlying issues there. So perhaps we turn the tables a little bit and try and get to the bottom of it. Gee, I hope that was helpful. And I'd love to see your images of your beautiful wedding venue. Send me some and I shall promote the shit out of it, Heidi. New York. God, I love it. Love it so much. We will be in Iceland. 
this next coming week. I will be doing, I'm recording all my episodes, of course, you're not going to miss out. But check out my Instagram, I'll put a couple of pictures up. And uh, I also look forward to bringing you some interviews with my beautiful cousin, Belinda. She's an Aussie living in America and uh, she's hilarious. She's very fun and I love her and I can't wait to be a part of her wedding. I was so just delighted and super stoked that she asked me to emcee her wedding and, uh, you know, we get to go to Hawaii. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so much for all your love and support. And uh, if you do have a voice message that you would like to leave Rich and I for our upcoming podcast about couple related shit, it doesn't have to be about weddings. It could be a story about, uh, you know, a problem that you're overcoming. It could be some sort of quirky thing. As I said, we are really focusing on some uh, interesting topics like aging. Rich and I always talk about aging. Well, I talk about it and then Rich is like, don't get Botox. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting. The more I explore these topics and the more I talk to people about them, uh, it's it's great to see what people want to hear, what they want to learn, what they want to talk about. So if you have a theme you would like us to cover or a question that you would like us as a couple to answer and Dr. Lindsay Beera, who has come on to do a weekly segment with us, which just floats my boat to no extent. I can't even tell you how excited I am to have her expertise on the show. Then do get in touch. Leave a voicemail via our normal voicemail route, route, whatever you want to say. And uh, I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week. I know I will. I'm going to just have a glass of wine tonight and fucking chill the fuck out. Love you all. Take care. Buy a t-shirt. Support the show. Au revoir. Happy days.